Triple M Breakfast thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Hurry into Chemist Warehouse for the Christmas fragrance sale. Shop our huge range of big brand fragrances at the lowest prices. Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Caxton Street, home of Suncorp Stadium, Lefties, Gambaros and the Caxton Hotel on 104.5 Triple M and the Listener App. This is Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo and Dan. Triple M Breakfast. You know I'm recording right now. And then that's a photo of you with Jeff Horn. Welcome to the podcast everyone. Mardo and Margo talking about Jeff Horn and Peter Blanders. Who's the pick of... He looks like an Ipswich bloke. Mm. He's looking for someone to play pickleball with. This, this is guy a, that follows me on Instagram. Was he due to play with Matthew Perry? On Facebook. Well, no, Is he dead? Yeah. Are we on? They're yeah. still talking oh. about it a lot, aren't they? People are interested by it. Yeah. yeah. I read an article today, clickbait, didn't go there, showed good restraint. Matthew Perry knew what would happen after his death. I went, how do you know that? Oh, I clicked on that one. And what, what was in there? Uh, no, just that it would gain great momentum and right. he wanted to help people through his own drug addiction mm. and that the hype and the speculation off the back well. of his death would inform people and make them aware about alcohol, drug and addiction. Well, is there anything about the impact, negative impact he's had on pickleball? What about jacuzzis? How about the the brand of jacuzzis? Jacuzzi sales have plummeted. Apparently, every jacuzzi outlet across the world has had people ring, nah, don't want that one by Christmas, cancel. Remember when the coronavirus hit and sales Mm. of corona, the beer plummeted? This is what happens. Mm. But it's not jacuzzis or pickleball, it's the combination, guys. You've got to be careful. He had a heart attack. It was the vaccine. Oh, Jesus what Christ. Sense? Oh, any. That's what we have to put up with. Oh. No, he had a heart attack. Well, it could have been, it could have the, been uh, the, the prolific use of drugs. No, it's the vaccine that led to right. his heart yeah. decline. Stop people doing that. Keep people doing morphine <laughs> and the world will be fine. <laughs> hey, I've been watching these um, Netflix documentaries. They're not putting pharmaceutical drugs in a good light. Jeez, no. I saw Kath watch uh, Painkillers and Pain Hustlers is the other one with and Emily Blunt. Mm. Pain Hustlers. He's very yeah. bad for you if you have to tackle him <laughs> twice, three times a game. You're going to need Holy some pain Holy medication. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, allowing pharmaceutical <laughs> companies to advertise on television wasn't the greatest move from America. Mm. All their news is sponsored Those by speaker Pfizer. conferences look like fun, though. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they used to just throw parties for doctors yeah. to oh, try and yeah, encourage yeah. them to use, fill out scripts for their drugs, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. to try and get them on. Did the doctors, did the doctors take them and go, that's good shit? Probably. No, the doctors weren't taking them. They were, they were taking, taking checks from yes. the pharmaceutical companies to prescribe Amazing. them to people who it ended up killing because they were just prescribing them for headaches. What and are we talking, morphine or fentanyl? Fentanyl, yeah, generally. Stuff. Fentanyl-based stuff. And then the opioid crisis was heroin-based drugs that they went, oh, but it's not really heroin, but it kind of is, well, but it's they're, not. they're all opioids. Fentanyl, is that oxycontin? Morphine. Yeah, oxycontin. That, that's How many times? Well, that's, that's the that's heroin a... derivative. Yeah. And then fentanyl is also. Tell you what, it'll knock your headache out. Jesus. Yeah, you, you won't have a headache, headache anymore because well, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> you won't permanently won't have a headache anymore. How many people, after they know you've had a knee replacement operation because they know you get your hands on Oxycontin, go, mm. hey, listen, you got any, any lift over? Mm. No, I haven't got any lift over because I took it off my pain, my addiction was over, and I went back to society. Mm. Mm. That's a problem. They're really fun. You should be bloody careful. Very you know? careful. Very mm. careful getting on that gear. Just How many of you had this one? with a script. Yeah. How did we get onto this? Because, I mean, it's good for you. Uh, We're talking about Matthew Perry, Pickleball. Oh, yeah, Pickleball. Talking about Pickleball yeah. and jacuzzis. And then Margot took us into I took us into Facebook enemy world. territory. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's on the podcast burner. Well, this is from oh, David. This, this Can you just hold your um, picture up that mm. you two have, um, are bit. reading from? Oh, us two. Hold yours up. Yeah. It's clean, clean oh. sheet over here. You two should be disgusted What did you do with yourself. the penis you drew You've on yours? You've got penises Where's drawn penis? on your paper. Where did you put your penis? Back in my pants. <laughs> Where? Where? No, it's on this one. Yeah, penis drawing competition. In, well, we I didn't get chosen for the quiz today, so I wrote on the back of that instead. Mm. Oh, okay. Marto, what do you think about that big boy? Mine's Try to relax your anus. <laughs> hey, um... There's no use just showing me a photo of no, a picture of a penis. No, we're on social media now, so people yeah. can oh, see it. Camera. Hold it up to the camera. Oh, okay. Hold your penis up to the camera there, Marto. <laughs> okay, there you go. Holy! Holy! holy. That's a skinny penis with a big head. I didn't know we were trying to do like life like. 
Is that the mushroom that killed those people in New South Wales mm, got stuck in their that. throat? That's so, what happened. Tell you what, if I had that, I'd kill myself. <laughs> Get that away from me. Oh, what is yours lifestyle? Mine. Mine's a side view. It's flaccid. Yeah. It's a grower. It's a shower, not a grower. That's Lance Armstrong. It's only got one ball. <laughs> Where's the other no, it's side on. It's side on. Well, mine's the only one that talks. Yeah, but Look. they're inside a sack. You don't What's have two balls. You have two nuts inside one uh, sack. Who, you, excuse me. We, Look, at the boy. Look at the boys. We're owner-operators. <laughs> we're owner-operators. Uh, Poor Corey. Yeah, I was going to say, you probably attention. play with it more than I do. Yeah. Look at mine. Look what he's saying, though. Hi. Hey. hey. In amongst all this penis talk, David from Algester took the time oh, sorry, out of man. his life. To text us. It's and what did he say? Oh, Welcome pretty... to the show, David. Try to relax your anus. It's when I was a baker. Week. It's oh, pretty piss week. What was this in relation to? Did David just come up with this on his own? Normally we spark co- interest from people. Is it in about bullying? Conversations we've had. No, it was dropping tools was the conversation. Oh, but what this has this got text? nothing to do with it. When I was that. a baker, I was told to go to the supermarket and, and buy yokeless <laughs> eggs. Which we know is not a thing. Great text. Yeah, Maybe it was a though. rush hour thing that they were talking about late yesterday <laughs> afternoon and he texted. I would have rather just a drawing of a dick and balls, Dave. You know well, what that we is. We do receive dick pics on the do on we? the burner phone. Do we? Yeah. By the burner phone, we mean Margo's Instagram account. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, that is the prank that you pull on the apprentice. Go and get tartan paint. Go and get a left-handed screwdriver. I was told to go and get yokeless eggs. Boner overnight talk was about talking that. about workplace bullying. Maybe David was listening at four o'clock. He might or have been something. confused. Yeah, who's who? In the zoo. Maybe our producers didn't do their job well enough. Well, that's a day-to-day thing. <laughs> is it workplace bullying when we all draw penises on our official worksheets and make Snowy, our producer, judge Judge who's was the best. You just said bullying? that because you wanted to say that you, you were the winner. the best. Oh, who did so win? What, did I that, win? Yeah. You're my favourite oh, too, Snowy. You know what that I'll, says? I'll put this up on your office wall. That what? says, if you're the best drawer Something of a penis, for him to grow up when he's you older. are one. When I grow up, I want to be I a penis drawer. Dan's yeah. dick. You are one. Uh, you are. What you do are. we call it? Dick's very aggressive, and balls. isn't it? No. Cock. Dick and balls. All cocks aggressive. Willy. Penis. Just penis is nice. Yeah, that's a doodle. T- an anatomical doodle. Is that like doodle. little boy doodle? Yeah. Uh, Willy. Schlong. Schlanger? Yeah, schlong sort of porno in, in you know, porno? overtones. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's got what I've it's heard the place of where porno. you go to sell, you know, you used goods. Porno, yeah. Porn. Porn. Try to relax porno. your anus. <laughs> yeah. Stop on. it. Can we go? Just keep bringing the tone. I've got to go into contract negotiations tomorrow and this is the... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to have to. <laughs> what? You get paid. <laughs> I'm not going to have a job anymore. <laughs> you get paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> How relaxed were you when you went into oh, yours, Marlon? Yeah. Not enough. That's, that's the problem. Not enough. Somebody stop this. Uh, oh. Yes, that's right. it. Well, you stop it. You've got the button over there. Just oh, stop okay, recording. Right. Walk away, Berger. Yeah, walk away, Berger. <laughs> hey, guys, I've got a bit of an NFL update. I'm just going to uh, put you on the spot here, Daniel. Can yeah. you just get uh, my thought on sport? Because I know, Mardo, you're only doing one today, so I thought I'd fill the void. Oh, no, I've got one coming. On behalf of everybody. Have uh, you got an actual intro or do we have to uh, fix up Marta? I think so, but if you just... Get the Toyota forklift advantage. Visit toyotamaterialhandling.com.au. Margo's thought on sport. Yeah, that's right. Kansas City Chiefs I want to talk about in the NFL. Uh, They're currently sitting on top of the AFC West. Championship leaderboard. What's uh, AFC stand Seven for? wins. Something conference. Good. Um, seven wins, two losses this year. Seems Taylor Swift has been a bit of a lucky charm for them. Oh, yeah, uh, she's back to again. They've currently uh, had a bye over the weekend. And what do you do if you're an NFL player who has a bye and you're dating Taylor Swift? You fly to Buenos Aires. That's what you do because she was rounding out her second show in Argentina. How long have they been dating for? 72 hours? <laughs> Jesus, they're going very well, long enough that she changed the lyrics to one of her songs oh. called Karma. That's right. Karma 
Tamara is the guy on the Chiefs. She's in Buenos Aires. You know what language they speak? To me. They speak not English. Spanish. <laughs> they have no idea. No one what, understands. No what idea she's what saying. Anyway. Oh God. So what's the Tamara original? Is the guy on the Chiefs, and there uh, he was. Tamara's the guy on the screen. Or My something. wife explained mm. this girl to me. She said all she does is go out with guys, break up with them, write a and song, and then write songs about them. I didn't know this. Her record label will be stoked because they're going to get a whole album oh. out of the breakup between yeah, her and Travis Kelsey. Oh. Of course, and you know who else wins? The Chiefs, yeah. because uh, not only are jersey sales up yeah. 400%, right. uh, now Google searches of who are the Chiefs is up 289%. I mean, this is, you know, they're winning all round. So if ever this was right. a publicity stunt, it is one of the greatest but ones ever. After training, he went down to Buenos Aires. He flew to Buenos Aires and then Aires flew back up to the flew next training back session. To training session. He stood Anyone in the VIP thinking, tent mm. with Scott. That's Taylor Swift's dad for all the Swifties out there. Oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, He's oh, hanging oh. around with the parents. Yeah. You know what happens? Well, you know what's coming up this weekend? And I and I don't usually talk NFL on the radio, but next Monday, Monday Night Football over in the States, the biggest show on TV each week, um, he's playing against his brother, the Philadelphia Eagles. You know where the – this is where she'll do. She'll drop him go and go out with the brother because that's a better song lyric, isn't it? What would the song lyric be? I had sex with a chief, then I had sex with an eagle, <laughs> something like that. I'm sure, <laughs> I can't I'm not sure that'd be quite the word she used, but that's <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Get that. Rick, our audio genius, who would trap in a dungeon and feed with buckets of fish heads to mm. make Oh, he's not turned that into a song, has he? Oh, has he? Oh, I had sex with a chief, chief, then I had sex with an eagle. It's just called the Screaming Eagle, isn't it? <laughs> Triple M Breakfast. Hey, what's your knowledge of the International Space Station? It's been up there for a long time, and they they seem to send people up there. Sometimes they stay for a year, sometimes they stay for a few weeks. Is that the Americans or the Russians? Both. I think, it, well, international. If, oh, everyone gets to use it. Yeah, I think so. It's like a hub of space. Well, I think it's just like a public swimming pool. If you feel mm. like you have a go, up yep. you go, pay go on in. Everyone, after you go, you get a big killer What do they do up there? Session. Well, just... Oh, well, Dan just told me they, they drilled a hole in the side of it a couple of years ago. I didn't hear this. Years ago, Margot, the Russians and Americans are accusing each other of drilling a hole in it. Mm. Yeah, what does that do? This? Well, let's all the air out, like oh. a balloon. Yeah, it's quite So then what, like, the space air comes in? They're like, no, this is, There's no air in space. You know that. You're yeah, you knew that, yeah. Atmospheric something, gases. Don't, don't just Lack of atmosphere. <laughs> Lack of atmosphere. You're the same words now. Anyway, Mercury. I'll push on because... That's why they wear those helmets. That's why there's no... Um, Got it. It's like scuba no, diving. No. Yeah. The floaty thing that stops us floating Gravity. Away. Gravity. Back to the International Space Station. Day. There's mm. a few people up there at the moment. They're obviously fixing something because... Probably, probably the hole. This, <laughs> this blew me away. I can't believe you let this happen. Two astronauts accidentally dropping a toolbox while carrying out maintenance work on the International Space Station. The kit is now orbiting Earth, <laughs> captured on camera on its way down, and is expected to disintegrate as it enters the atmosphere in right, the coming if, months. Yes. If, I don't know. They're saying... Just in hammers. the coming months... Months. Floating around, well, that's right. screwdriver heads. I don't know if they're putting a deck on or a carport or what it was. They were doing some work on the they space station. They were fixing station. the hole, maybe. maybe Imagine having to be the bloke to make that announcement at the right. end of the day. All right, citizens of right. Earth, I'm sorry, eight billion oh, of you mate. are going to need to wear helmets that's just right. for the next couple Thank of months. You. Will at some stage they drop? Yeah, well, they're saying they might burn up the tools. They're hoping. That's what they always hope. Or they hope it'll just fall into the ocean. Because otherwise, workplace health and safety will be this crawling all over this joint. This is a nightmare. Oh, the unions will get involved. We, uh, there'll be a strike. Space unions. They'll never work up there again. <laughs> Could you imagine filling out the paperwork oh. for 8 billion people oh, to wear helmets? no. Hold on. You're up, you're, how, how far is that thing up? Like, Not let's that say far. 400 kilometres, yeah. 200 kilometres. Not that far. And, oh, oops. Like, that is a major <laughs> oops. Like... All right. So if you ever worked on scaffold, let, let's take it to this one triple three five three. What's happened when you dropped a tool at work? Oh, no. There's nothing worse. You, so let's say you're nailing off the side of a house, okay? And somehow you've, you've reached for something, something, and next thing you know, your hammer's gone, and you look down. There's someone. I hit a guy on a shoulder. What? This Ooh. is why people wear hard hats on sites. Um, hit a guy on the shoulder with a hammer. Profusely, he didn't mind. He said, "Oh, geez, that was lucky." Sometimes it's lucky. Sometimes it comes from space. <laughs> and you just want to go business. Sorry about that. Is this Russian? Is it an American hammer? You throw that back up. All right. Um, dropping tools. One triple. Dropping three, five, tools. Three. One triple three. But before we go anywhere, oh no, we'll just you know. 
could you just play the end a little bit? Can you listen to Melissa Downs here? Mm. Like Lofty, you know, the bloke on Channel 9, Lofty's yeah. doing it. She's yeah. reading, reading, reading. She's sitting there. Is this not a couple of sneezes? And is expected to disintegrate as it enters the atmosphere in the coming months. Is that her getting hit in the back of the head <laughs> by a Russian space hammer? <laughs> <laughs> expected to disintegrate oh, as it enters the atmosphere in <laughs> the coming months. <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> she got the gastro guys. Drop it. I'm really Don't cool. associate her with that behaviour. She's beautiful. Dropping tools. Does it happen at work? What have you said? Things coming out of nowhere. Be aware. You might get hit in the head by a space chisel today. It can happen. I doubt whether they had chisels up there on the space station, but they dropped a bag of tools. Satchel it was. They would they'd mainly have shifters and spanners and everything, wouldn't they? Slowly falling back to Earth. Oh. Well, look, there was a hole. Maybe they had some Sikaflex. Oh, to try and up, yeah. like plug up the hole. Are they that Maybe advanced? there's just a Sikaflex gun just spinning around just in all the. Ta- wouldn't you just put some blue tack and a poster of that's normally what happens cork, when you have a hole in the wall? Bit of corking. Mm. You're thinking Shawshank Redemption. Mm. You just there was a, you've just backdoored a Shawshank Redemption reference. Mm. I don't you? think so. Yeah, you poster over the wall. That's what everyone does. Mm. That's because you want to end every up kid is that when they in dig their a bedroom. Tunnel? Every yes. kid when they in their bedroom and they make a hole, they put a poster of the Spice Girls. You know what? That's his favourite movie because he wants to end up like Andy Dufresne in the end with a man on an island maintaining a boat for the rest of your life. I don't even remember what happened in that's the end. I haven't even seen the movie. Yeah, they no, just well, end he's up wasting together. his time. He, he's talking to a they, microphone about something here. talking to Brian. Brian, Ridge, we're talking tools being dropped. Have you ever experienced anything? Yeah, mate. 88, we're working on the Commonwealth Bank building in town. Yeah. And um, <laughs> we're putting the reglets around the top two panels on the outside. Uh, putting the rivets, did you say? No, reglets. Reg- the, you know, the reg- waterproofing. What's a reglet? No. A fl- oh, it's the reglets what goes in. It's the water flashing for the panels on the outside of the All building. Right. No, so okay. the flashing. It's okay. a baby rig. Anyhow, we're, use, yeah, we're yeah. using a Hilti yeah. drill, those big heavy ones. Yeah. Anyhow, um, I've handed it to the guy and he's grabbed it. As he's grabbed it, he's hit the chuck release oh. and it shot the chuck out, oh. hit the building and went down. Yeah. Hit one of the window covers and shot it out in the middle of Albert Street intersection. Oh my and, lord! And Jesus, uh, this is good. We're screaming our heads off like idiots, but it just missed the cab by about a meter. Oh, at the light. How heavy would this thing be? Like, I'm trying to imagine what it is. Uh, it, it, it's about the, the chuck itself is about the size of your fist with a sharp oh. at one end about four inches right. long. I'm looking at the Commonwealth Bank building right now. What oh, is, is that? Why you two idiots 30, looked yeah. out the window when he said the Commonwealth Bank yeah, building? Yeah, we're looking at the We both land out like dogs It'd out of the car about on the highway. Thirty levels. So, what level were you on? Right at the top. Yeah, right at the top. Okay. Have you ever done the maths, like if you dropped a nail from that height, how much damage it did? Or coins. Some people do it mm. on coins. Mm. Would it actually kill somebody? Well, it's like, the size of a fist, Brian. It'd destroy definitely. someone, wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah, it had a had a hilti drill in it about six inches long, uh, eight mil diameter. So, oh, so it had the drill bit in it. Did anyone yeah. look up and go, what was that? No, we were screaming our heads off. We had to radio the um, dogman down the bottom there to try and run out in the, in the intersection and pick it up <laughs> and bring Catch it back. It. Was there a, and bring it back. Was there a full investigation? <laughs> nah, nah. No, nah, just one of those things. <laughs> it was one back in the day. There's no age. I've <laughs> never understood anything anyone said so less than Brian. Really? What's a dogman? Oh, he's the guy on the ground that directs the, you know, the crane. He's right up there going, eh. The dogman's the one that releases the load, ties uh. the load. Riglets. Um, and what, also that was the thing whistles, that he was talking about. With you know, tells them they've got radios. Yeah, go a little bit to the right. Yeah, to the left. So yeah, in the Shawshank yeah. Redemption, he goes to jail. Shut He's up. not Mitch, next one, triple three, five, three. Mitch. Hey, Margot, how are you? Yeah, oh, good, mate. I'm a bit confused this morning. It's taken me a little bit longer <laughs> to wake you? up, I think. Uh, where did the toolbox fall? What happened? Did you drop something? Uh, no, not me. My very best mate, uh, Mords. Uh, we used to work on F-111s out at Ambly. What? Oh, oh, hold on. Quiet. Proper stuff, Mitch. Yeah. What? Drop the spanner in the aircraft that lasted three days before you could find it and get it out of there. Oh, the did, did, we, where, where did, did the F-111 fly in the meantime with a spanner <laughs> floating no. around? No. Not allowed to. Not allowed to. Oh, it was so grounded you, oh, until you found it. You had to pull it apart with an Allen key. Oh, God. Well, no Allen keys on an F-111, but yeah. He's being facetious, <laughs> Mitch. You should know Dan by now. Mitch, uh, what happened? Was it Mort? He is, you called him? Mort? Mord. Mord. Was he in trouble? Uh, 
A little bit, yeah. uh, shall we say. But So uh, three days it took you to find it, Mitch. Where did it end up being? Because I always lose stuff in my car and it ends up being down between the driver's mm. seat and the centre console and you have to get your little fingers down in there and try and pull mm. it back up. Was it that what happened? Next to the centre console of the F-111? <laughs> no, it was uh, end up down in one of the uh, uh, engine bay. Well, a couple of, sitting between a couple of fuel. Mitch, do they have code names out at... Amberley, like, you know, like Goose, Maverick and Maverick, Goose. What, can you Ice give us, what are, what are Australian code names? Is it like Cobber and Digger? Uh, Choppy seems to be a pretty, uh, uh, Smouch. Macca. What's yours, Macca. Mitch? Yeah, did you have one? Mine, mine was just Mitch. Mitch. Just Mitch. Mitch, do they have cup holders <laughs> in, in the, commas, like, <laughs> just Mitch. Cup holder. <laughs> do they have cup holders in the front of the F-111? Oh, good question. Mm. No. Why not? Because well, no. when what you, you do, like, inverted aerials and stuff, your drink would go everywhere. Yeah, but yeah. if I'm flying at 700 k's an hour, I don't want to be holding it with me. Between yeah, your legs. Between my thighs. But you go upside down. But you have to wear a helmet. They wear helmets. I've been in one of those planes. You have to wear, like, wait, a wait, helmet wait. and stop stuff. Stop the show. Stop the show. Mitch, stay with us. You have not been in an F-111. F-111. Well, no what would I have been in? Plane. An 18. A stunt plane. Or no, you oh, were not in an I've been in a growler. One of the, What's the growler, Mitch? They're F-35s, aren't they? That's Corey's nickname. Mitch, stop it. Sorry. <laughs> Mardo, Margo and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're Brisbane ass. Triple M's, you can't say that. It's always a schmozzle worth listening to in itself. I'll give could, you a schmozzle. It could get you to the golf. Uh. The Royal Queensland Golf Club, Fortinet Australian PGA uh. Championship. You and a mate for four days. What are you talking about? What's I'll schmozzle? give you a schmozzle. Yeah, I've right. been trying to understand Tay-Tay and Taylor Swift and her whole career in the last 10 minutes or so since we were talking about her. And then you go, oh, Margot goes, I don't understand the club draw. I don't want to talk about the uh, NRL draw anymore. Well, and I too busy that. studying the NFL draw, Mardo, you see, giving right. you the update. All right, well, let's meet on some neutral ground here. Explain what's going on with nails. And I notice you've just Mine. had your nails done. They're bright green mm, they're today. They're very bright. Yeah, yeah I thought I'd do don't something think I ever different. noticed. You look like Shrek's proctologist. Going into summer. <laughs> Did you pay for this? Summer. Did you pay? Yeah. Right. I get my nails done every couple of weeks and I get a new colour every week. It's always such a hard decision to make. No, it's what like colour, 50 colours. No, no. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know, same. what do you reckon? Just surprise same, same. me. You did, this, gonna, you, hey? did, you did that. We did talk about nails on it. Yeah, well, you yeah. asked. I me. wanted to talk about it because there's trouble in the nail business. What? There's people. Well, cost of living has hit hard, and now women are running out of nail salons without pay. <gasps> this is at Belimba. You describe that as a toffee. What do you call? You would bit, say bit, they're relatively well to do uh, in Belimba. Trouble, Housing prices. Jesus. Trouble in paradise. Despite her nails being freshly done, this girl isn't afraid of breaking one, punching and kicking a worker who just chased her and her friend down from Mayfair Nails at Belimba, mm. where the girls both got a full set of acrylics worth $90 each, but when it came to forking out the cash... After their service done, they just refused to pay. They just refused $90 to pay. $90 each, that's an expensive acrylic it, Oh, refill. that's what I was going to ask Yeah, you. I pay 65 Oh! Mm. What do you pay? But I go down in Logan oh. home. <laughs> Shout out to Exo Beauty, oh. uh, Annalise. Oh, no. Annalise, oh, the best no. in the business. Oh, oh, there's the plug oh. alarms going right. off. I just want to tell you, if you get a chance to have a Look at this footage. $90. That's she expensive. wasn't doing so much. She started punching, you know, because they started punching her and then she went, oh, me nails. Yeah. And then you break a nail. And then started hoeing in with the knee. <laughs> <laughs> Triple M Breakfast. Let's remember yesterday around this time, maybe just a little bit earlier, I told you about the greatest, uh, greatest wicket taking over in the history of cricket. Phenomenal, local boy. So on the Gold Coast, yeah, was it, it was Mudgerabah. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Admittedly, it was third grade, uh, and Mudgerabah were playing Surface Paradise. Let's just revisit it. Um, Mudgerabah made 178 from their overs, and uh, Surface Paradise last final over were four for 174. They've got six wickets. They got six balls to get five runs to win. Seemingly easy equation in the modern game. But then the miracle of Mudrabah happened. Upsteps. They're calling it the captain. The captain. And it is the, is the captain indeed, because his name's Gareth, Gareth Morgan. And uh, Ca- Captain Morgan, if you're out there, we'd love any rum pre Christmas, of course. Oh, you're talking to the brand now, not the, the bloke. brand. Because the bloke's Morgan. ready to talk to us. Ca- oh. Oh. oh, Captain Morgan's there. Aye, aye, Cap. Gareth, good morning. 
Good morning. How are you all? Righto. Six balls. Well, I tried to explain it yesterday, but you were there. There's claims in the paper yesterday. Oh, actually, the guy you got out onto the first ball of that last over was a journo with a Gold Coast bulletin. So that's probably the main reason this has hit the, uh, hit the media. Is that correct? There's a fair chance that um, that's why, because, yeah, he certainly uh, was. I was not aware until the Sunday when he called me for an interview and told me after we'd done the interview that he was actually that batsman. I mean, nothing says iconic Australian sports moment like the Carrara Community Centre, does it? Oh, yeah. Well, we like to call it Corwood, um, but... uh, I think uh, Carrara Community Centre is how it works on the map. Have we described what Captain Morgan did yet? Exactly. To well, right. People have just so tuned you in. Said, you, Gareth, uh, from my understanding, you were trying to protect the other players as the captain of the team said, listen, we're going to lose this game. I'll take the last over and get the winning runs hit off me. Is that correct that you took one for the team and said, I'll take the disappointment? Yeah, I did. Um, I have... Um, Probably half of my team are young fellas who are learning the game. They're all very capable wow. uh, cricketers and play a decent rep level. But young fellow bowling leg spin, 14-year-old. I think he bowled six overs for 20, bowling quite well. But they, I could just see that they were lining him up to a short boundary. Mm. But, Gareth, what unfolded was not the winning runs being hit off you. You stepped up to the mark, six balls remaining. And well, six what, wickets. Six Mudrabo wickets. were 178 all out, and you guys were starting at four for 174. Yeah, we've been down this track. We've already mentioned that. Five for 174, six for 174, seven, seven for 174. Eight for 174, nine eight. for 174, all, and that's the end. Unbelievable. Gareth, how do you celebrate that post-match? Well, because I've got... Fairly young team. None of them could buy me a beer. Uh, <laughs> how young are we talking? Are we? Are you? What? Are you? <laughs> are you how old are you, Gareth? Uh, I am uh, on the cusp of forty-four, mm-hmm. but um, I think I've got um, five young fellows who are between fourteen and seventeen. And oh God! Right. What are you bowling, Gareth? What? What are you pace? I make it look like it's off spin, but none of them turn. No, right. And that's what got them. They're expecting turn, Captain. Yeah. So you're a non-spinning spinner. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Wow. Okay, the age of the blokes you dismissed, Gareth, they weren't all 14-year-olds, were they? No, 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 no. No, um, couldn't tell you their ages. I know the last two batsmen were both um, juniors who play, I think, in the AL under-17s oh, junior comp here. Okay. Quite accomplished complex player still, though. One of the young fellas had actually scored 70-something in the morning in the, the 17s and... Oh. So they could all they could all hold a stick. It's a good competition where we have a good mix of uh, older heads like myself and younger guys who we're trying to help teach the game. So what happens for you from here? I mean, local cr- cricket hero, of course. You know the infamous Gareth Captain Morgan. Where do you go from here? Your overnight success and fame. Well, what do you do with that? I'd assume we're going to get you to Mumbai. IPL oh, in the draft. Yeah. No, for the. Oh, I'm for the considering World Cup. never bowling again. To be honest. <laughs> oh, that's true. You'll spoil it. Now, is there an award you get? Because of course, a hat trick used to get you a hat. Um, they used to pass the hat around and get collect money for is you. Is that the double hat trick, Marto? This is a this quadruple, quadruple hat trick. Quadruple is that hat-trick. what you're calling it, Gareth? Yeah, I'm, I'm running. Um, no, yeah, quite, no, what do yeah, they call it? They call it a sex tuplet, I think. No, they <laughs> You just wanted to say no. sex on the radio. <laughs> Gareth, is there, is there any award planned? Because, oh, this is only the start of the season, I guess. Yeah, we, I, the, the tradition at the club is uh, the ball gets uh, mounted on a little trophy for... Um, people get a hat-trick at the end of the season. Straight so to the pool room. Can I suggest something, Gareth? We have the perpetual Captain Morgan trophy and the oh. best bowling figures from the season. Get a bottle of Captain Morgan in That's your honour. wonderful. Yeah, I'd be open to that sponsorship. Yeah. You Just don't give it to a 14-year-old. Maybe Marto would have to do the honours of knighting oh, you, Gareth, the with the Captain Morgan um, bottle because he is. Because I am the rum lord. All right, Gareth, we, we wasted enough of your time. Well yeah, done, sorry, sir. Mate. Well played. <laughs> Thank you very much. Good on you, we'll mate. be hearing a lot more about. Oh no, we won't. Triple M breakfast, don't you know, Marto, Margo, and Dan on the radio. Triple M breakfast with Marto, Margo, and Dan. Hey, pretty tough gig being a comedian standing up there in front of everybody trying to make them laugh because humour is perceptive, right? It's your... Subjective. Subjective also. Yeah. Uh, it also could be depending on your perspective of, of, of humour and com- yeah. of comedy. Yeah. It's the hardest job to do. It's the most confronting thing you can ever do in your life. Well, you up. know uh, what makes it even harder? Being ridiculously good-looking, Marto, like this guy, Matt Rife. He's a 28-year-old comedian over in the States, and he said being too good-looking mm. is really 
ruining his shtick. Poor bugger. For the first 22 years of my life, I was so ugly for so long. If I would have been on Wayfair, they would have returned me immediately. Like, I was so ugly. Don't owe, okay? I spent the first 22 years of my life building a personality for what? You think I need to be funny now? No, it's a fucking waste of my time, to be honest. Because now, all of a sudden, he's Not ridiculously good-looking. He's been, he's he's been described as yeah. uh, all muscles, cheekbones, and pouty lips, and like he should be on the stage of Magic Mike. That's, oh, you that's know, the him. sexy dance. Yeah, no, that's no, no, him, no. That's him, <laughs> He's pretty hot. He does look like a Magic Mike dancer. Oh, yeah, like- most comedians are pretty munted. Yeah. You'd rip into that, wouldn't you? You'd tear it. Tear no. And he said it's only you? now, in off. the last 18 months, two years, that he's sort of amassed this really, you know, great success overnight. He's got 18 million followers on TikTok, wow. um, and every time he posts one of his little short clips of, you know, his gigs, yeah. um, the comments aren't about the comedy. They're about him. I mean, he's pretty controversial. Uh, he, he, you know, kind of engages with the crowd and the audience, and, and he finds out a little bit about them, and sometimes it can be maybe off-topic a little bit. Like any amputees here? <laughs> Wait, for real? What's amputated? Both legs? What happened to your legs? Uh, I got blown up over Still got your kneecaps. That's good. Not really. I mean, those those go with age. So he has fun and he plays with his audience. You get your legs bombed off and you still get a laugh out of it. A bit of armless fun. Uh, And then, but people in the comments section when he posts videos like that would be like, "Oh my god, why are you so freaking cute?" You know, like instead of, "Oh, that's funny," or the Karens coming on board and saying, "As if girls are watching TikTok." Cancel culture. It's been a while this coming, Marto. The body shaming of men in society and what women do to us perpetrate this online. They just see us as pieces of meat, but Mm. we are here to be responsible. Need to break this down. Society. Of course. And yes. we know that autism is not Dead. funny. Somehow he manages to make it funny. Anybody here have any autistic children? Do you really? Yeah. How old? He just turned four. He just turned four? <laughs> How far on the spectrum would you say he is? Is it, is it little by little or is he like... He's nonverbal. He's nonverbal. What's his, what's his thing that he's really good at? He's very, very good with numbers, shapes, colors. He's good with numbers, shapes, and colors. And colors. <laughs> yeah, that dude about to rob a casino something. <laughs> You're going to be a very rich mom someday. And again... Hold on, he's going to be an engineer, that kid. Uh, yeah, he might exactly. be talking about a producer snowy. Super smart. Yeah. Uh, but again, instead of the comedy being the focus here, the commenters are saying underneath, you're such a gorgeous man. And he's like, come on, would someone just, you know, like appreciate uh, me for what I'm trying to put out there to the world, not just my looks. Oh, I'm not an object. Margot, are you really falling for this? I just saw a photo of him without his shirt on. <laughs> like, he said he tried to steer away from... a complete egotist. Uh, I think he's leading into it. Yeah. He does wear tight shirts on stage. He does wear tight well, it's shirts. It's okay to wear tight stage. shirts to work, isn't he it, well, uh, it what? seems to get the attention of yeah. lots of women, as you mentioned, Marto, but not just yes. young ones. The old ones have got it in for him too. What's your name? Christina. You are so hot. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. You're a grandma? Let's put that shower chair to use. It's already plastic on the furniture. Let's make a mess, you know? Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> no, that's not bad. Uh, prune tank didn't get a run. <laughs> but he's gone viral. He's a comedian. He's doing his best. 18 million followers on TikTok. He got over 30 million views on the first TikTok video he ever posted. He got shut down for, like, the Just for Laughs. There's a huge comedy festival over there. Mm. They didn't want him. They said, no, we want you, mate. We don't want you. And he said, well, what am I going to do? How am I going to get my comedy out of there? Oh, what about that little thing called social media? Yeah. I might put myself out on that. Mm. And Is he hot? He's do, you, do you think he's hot? No, he's so funny. It doesn't matter. His looks don't That's, matter. This is the respect. Women are so deep, aren't this they? Is, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is right. It's Mo Vember here on Triple M. M O W Vember. Marto's got a Mo. I'll snip. Margo, you'll do the honours at the end. I'll be blowing. Thank you. And we'll get your lawn and your yard tidied up. Maybe it's not even your lawn or yard. Maybe it's an eyesore across the street, or maybe you're meant to mow Nan's yard and you just can't be bothered. You're a bit busy. We literally, the three of us and producers Alex and Snowy, will sort you out. 04841045. Get in touch on the burner phone or triple m.com.au on the win page. That's what Russell and Kalanga did, Mark. Yeah, you got in touch with us, Russell. Uh, you said your girlfriend Susie is a single mother who's always 
busy looking after others as she works in aged care and looks after her son. All she wants to do is rest in her spare time and the lawn looks untidy. The trees need trimming. You've offered to help, Russell, I hear, but because she's a strong, independent woman, she refuses. Russell, good morning. What do we do, Russ? Morning, how are you guys? I mean, she she doesn't want your help. Will she appreciate ours? Like, will she be okay with Mardo coming in and, and mowing? I'm sure she would. Russell, no, why aren't be you? A great help. Why aren't you doing it? I've tried it before, and the uh, lawn's on a bit of a hill. It's a bit of a shit yard to mow, to be honest. Oh, so thanks for trying to get it. out of it. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, lucky you've got in touch with us because we are the the lawn porn experts. Mm. Have you ever heard of uh, another man mowing your grass? Like, are you worried about her? Are you worried if about I Susie? take my shirt off, or Dan takes his pants off, she might go, oh, "Who's Russell?" You are correct, Russell, in that assumption. All right, mate, we'll get it sorted oh. for you. We'll tell her, tell Susie, we'll head out there today. Yeah, no worries. Would that be all right? That'll be fine. Maybe don't tell Susie. Maybe we just oh, turn up and knock on the tre- door. I think that's trespass. trespass. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you just right. go, make sure we got the right address. Well, it's very triple M rock and roll trespassing, <laughs> isn't it? Or going to the wrong address and just mowing the shit out of <laughs> someone's place. Make sure we get it right because, you know, they'll right. make us just do Susie's place after we do the other house too. We can't be there okay. for too long. I've got stuff on. Russ, Russ, this is so nice. Russell for, suggested that because it's on a bit of a lean, a bit of a hill, bit of, you know, a bit of um, uneven ground. Pluggers won't do the job for Marto to mow in. Crocs, oh, will Crocs Definitely do the not. job? No, I'm, I'm going to put a proper work boots on, the Redbacks. Yeah, you'll need them. Back. I'll you'll probably wear overalls for this. Yeah, we're just we'll have a boots. fire extinguisher on site at all times. You have a little bum flap on those overalls. Can you, also, <laughs> can you wear long pants? Because remember last time you got a cut and you end up in the hospital That's for five wearing days. wearing overalls. I'm being careful these days. <laughs> all right, Russ, leave it with us, mate. Right, I appreciate it, guys. That's okay. Good luck, mate. You Cheers, might Russell. get one out of this. You lazy bastard. Love muscle. We'll take care of it. <laughs> right, I've got to get back to work. All right. Oh, right. Sorry. Busy. Not Sorry. another Too person hanging out. Work. Work. <laughs> <laughs> 1045 That's the burner phone. It's Movember here on Triple M. Triple M Breakfast. We have to talk about this story that came out of Mount Gravatt, and it ended up at an Anglican church in Camp Hill. You would have seen it Monday night. It was a terrible story then, but it's come good as of last night. It's about is this the ashes the story? Ashes. Last night, Nine News brought you the heartbreaking story of a Southside grandmother desperate for the safe return of her husband's ashes. The box swiped by a heartless thief during a home break-in. Tonight, the breakthrough her family has been hoping for. Now, not first enough, of all, not enough news for more. First of all, you're not confusing ashes. You're not confusing an urn. Well, you he just took a box. It was a snatch and grab. He just grabbed a box. He didn't know what was in it. It had a plaque with the bloke's name on the box. Yeah, he, he, might have have box? he might have thought his jewellery was in there. It was a trophy. She t- he, the bloke stole her engagement ring too, yeah, this old lady. Took a bunch of rings. She wanted ashes. to be married. She's saying, I, did you see it? Yeah, yeah. 53 yeah. years of marriage. The grandparents had always planned for their ashes to be interred together. Uh. This time yesterday, that dream had turned to devastation. A burglar swiping Neil's ashes from Nada's Mount Gravatt East home. It's been a harrowing few days. The family pleading with the thief to do the right thing. And today, a breakthrough. Breakthrough, Marto. How Whoa. is that warm, the cockles of your heart? Where do we live? Is that kind of like there's when a million people here criminal steals a car and then realises down the road there's oh. a baby in the back? and then returns oh, the baby? Has just, he realised that he's stolen someone's ashes or he just thought it was the box? I think it's one of these. Just having a bit of fun just for a day or two, 24 well, hours of ashes. ashes. He probably took it around, got some photos with it in various places, <laughs> but then did the right thing and got it back to where it belongs. This Pop is how it ends. Oh, my goodness. I, I couldn't believe it, honestly. I couldn't believe it. Oh, my goodness. Remember where the, was it on the front doorstep? No, they left it at a church. Like a Camp Hill, though. Camp Hill. So somebody watched. It would have been the mother who ever stole it, because I'm saying it was a young person that stole it, would have said, hold on, I saw that. That's that's that bloke, that lady's (laughs) husband in there. You remind me. Take that down to the church. Do you remember the fella in Traralgon? We talked about it this year. Busted into someone's house. Got to take him out the back, give him a bunch of cash. Got the guilts when he saw him at the pokies later that week and gave him the money back and asked for a ride home. Is that a fun criminal, you're saying? Fun criminal. Every what now about- and then they get an attack of the conscience, you know, and they realise I've done something horrible. Have you seen criminals who have left notes? Sorry about this, but I haven't had food no, for two not days. People who make what- bad choices are bad people sometimes. Mm. It's just bad circumstances lead them to down a 
dark path. Terrible path, and they know that, Margaret. Crime. Can I tell you about a mate of mine? He's probably listening, I don't know. But when he was younger, the lady next door had a lot of garden gnomes. <laughs> they took one of them and took it on a trip up North Road trip. And they tied it to train lines and sent letters back with the photos going, having a great time with my new friends. They had it driving the car yeah. in the driver's seat. Yeah. Is that a fun criminal? That's and then when they got back, criminal. I'll be back in a few weeks. Yeah. See you soon. We did that with a Kylie Minogue cutout at Specsavers in Newcastle. Did you steal it? We went to a day on the green and yes. it was just sitting out the front of a shopping centre and so we took Kylie on a bit of a road trip with us. Thank she you. came to see Blondie yeah. and Cindy Lauper. So that's and, fun criminal. Yeah, she had a drink and a great time and then we left her out the front of the Irish pub when we uh, went out afterwards and then someone stole her and then we found Kylie later in the garden with her. Oh, no, been soiled, face. had she? Oh. That's not fun. I've got to turn Listen, the music off. We've got to take no. her back. You know what else isn't fun? It's people who, you know those guide dogs, the little dogs that you slot that oh, put the, the money, money in? Whoa, if people stealing them, that's well, they've not chained, fun. They chain them to, to the stores now because they, they, take, get they take them home. It's not okay. We don't encourage crack theft. crack it open and get all the money out. Oh, we're, not in, we're not encouraging theft. That's here. not a fun criminal. That's just a straight up criminal and a, a plastic dog abuse. She stole, she stole Kylie. I know. The Human Rights Commission needs to investigate what Margaret. It was a bit of Come on. Yeah. All right, one triple three five three. Have you encountered a fun criminal in your no, time? Maybe no. they left you a note. Maybe mm. they apologise. Yeah, apologise, lady. You got oh. something left back in the mailbox. Yeah. I didn't mean to take that. Sorry about that. They took your car and brought it back. Mm. Just yeah. needed it quickly. Got it washed. Triple M breakfast with Mardo, Margot, and Dan. Just quickly, uh, the youth crime crisis still spiralling out of control. And, in fact, this bloke... Oh, I just shake my head and think, lucky to be alive. I saw one last night, home invasion. Oh, yeah, lucky one to of be those. alive, yeah. Yeah, it came downstairs, heard the dog barking. Oh, let, let them tell the story. A father is lucky to be alive tonight oh, after see? chasing yeah. down a gang of youths who attempted to break into his home at Rabina. Now, it's, I always say I'd do it, same thing, have a go, swing whatever I've got. The Gold Coast do love that. They're pursuing. so brazen, aren't they, yeah, these they kids? Oh. Yeah, and then the Gold Coast residents Incredible. love to chase them. Incredible. There's people spot them and yell at them, get out of that my, my, my uh, neighbour's yard. My girlfriend out at Raby Bay had some in her house last week. They jumped the they fence, do? come around the back, let them in through the front door. Were they at home? Popped a window or something? Yeah, popped a window. Yeah. Were they at home? Yeah, they were at home, in bed asleep. It was like four o'clock in the morning. Husband woke up, yeah. yelled out. Yeah. Dog barked. Yeah. And they all ran off, jumped into a car and off they okay. went. Okay. Generally, they're looking for car keys, right? Car keys. And they whip your car out of the garage and they go for a joyride. Well, How this awful. one, same Terrible. thing happened. They did get the car keys, but then this bloke realised, so he's come charging out. I know. I'm a big fan of having a go at them. Self-defence. Yeah, mm. grabbing whatever you got, put different weapons around the place so you can, you know, swing something. That should something. be the new youth crime laws that Anastasia Palaszczuk should have imposed. Give everyone of, a weapon. Yeah, just say, go. you know, if someone comes into your home, go right. hell for leather. All right, well, I wonder yeah, That sometimes. place exists. You can go there. It's called America. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, good fun. True. Probably yeah. don't do this because this bloke almost got killed oh. in his pursuit of the youngsters. He went to check downstairs. He found a gang of balaclava-clad youths at his yeah, front door familiar. chasing them and ending up on the bonnet of one of the cars. The thugs oh. have swerved, throwing him off before the second car has attempted to run him over at speed. That's a hell of an alarm <laughs> clock, isn't it? Wowzers. I know. You awake yet? <laughs> <laughs> Mardo, Margo and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're Brisbane ass. Do you see, uh, you know, Albo was in China last week, and mm-hmm. then if you didn't know what happened after that was Anastasia, our uh, our leader, our supreme leader here in Queensland, she went and took a trade delegation over there. Oh. She comes back, okay, over the weekend, and yesterday they uh, fronted her and said, what did that achieve? Like, what were you blokes up to over there with your trade delegation? And, and? you go, hmm, like, was it worth it? Yeah. You know, what, what, were your what do we get out of this? You went, great. What do we get? I'm glad you asked. We signed a uh, MOU about getting avocados into China. Wow. What's an MOU? A memorandum of understanding, which oh. means there's a promise. What is so that? we're exporting not only our meat and everything else that we export, uranium and whatnot. They now we're avos. Avos. That's what the Chinese have been waiting for for centuries. What's the you? argument about the avocados? You know, when vegans go, Smashed oh, killing, product, oh. Uh, killing beef is bad for the environment, or eating meat or whatever it is. 
consuming meat yes. is bad for the environment. And then Piers Morgan turned around and said, "So avocado farming is actually worse for the well, environment." Well, no, they oh, bring in they bring in millions of bees to pollinate the avocados, and then they just slaughter them all at the end of the season. So oh, his they? argument is like, "Why don't you care about little bees?" Oh, yeah, I wasn't know, thinking you'd go down this track. I didn't yeah. realize bees were going to get killed. Where's the justice for bees? Where are you marching for bees? You know, Voice for bees. You know what's annoying? Going to the supermarket to get avocados because generally when you're buying avocados, it's because you want to use them straight away, you know, for a little guacamole mm. yeah. or, you know, for and a ham salad sandwich. Never ready. If the, see, They're that, frozen. There's your thing that you should invent and, and make money. And if you could, If you could ripen avocados within 10 seconds or something, well, have a little Well, they say if you put them with bananas yeah, bananas in the fruit bowl, bananas oh, will ripen. A, they emit a gas or something that ripens stuff. You I, know what? This could be a great way you know, if we want to topple China, mm. you know what avocado and toast did to a generation of Australians? Completely all broke. Set them broke. This will bankrupt China. Smashed uh, avo with feta yeah. and dukkah. Yep. Alright, so Cop all I'm saying is get in your avos while we've still got some because how many pricks are over there? 1.4 million billion of them. Yeah. There won't be any avocados for us anymore. I don't think they're all pricks, I think. Where are the avocado <laughs> farmers? Up around Mullaney and down around the northern New South Wales region. Yeah, okay. mm. Good avo chat team. Yeah, mm. thanks. Just to fuel my sportism on the drive home every day, even in the off-season, I listened to a podcast called AFL Daily. Oh, no. And there was a very interesting theory tossed up yesterday, Margot Parker, about the Sydney Swans co-captain, Callum Mills. We've discussed him on the show. He's the one who popped his shoulder Injured. out. Wrestling, yes, you know, on a Mad Monday. Mad he, Monday. He might miss the entirety of next year's season from a Mad Monday wrestle. Really? Seen it. Yeah. They thought he might come back mid-year. But they're being quite secretive about what's going on. It might the recovery might be so bad he might miss the whole. Good, season. I didn't realise it was that serious. Yeah, rotator yeah. cuff, no good. So, so what I, happens? Do they? You put him on an injury list, you can replace him. Okay. Yeah, but there's speculation about what was going on, and he's fronted the media. What on the day? On he's the wrestling day. on Mad Monday. Why are they wrestling? Who is he wrestling? Because what's he was drunk. On? Yeah, Why boys do good. that. Drunk wrestle. Like, isn't that what Latrell Mitchell and the Jack white fella got in trouble for? Because we do it at wrestling. training every day, yeah. and then we get a few oh, beers in us, and we know we know we're not going to hurt each other usually until you know. Yeah. There's Latrell. We used to pack scrums against each other, just man on man, goanna style, goanna wrestling style, and just you just find out who's strong. And then you fall, and then you fall over, and you laugh your head off, and you ha! Interesting species, you lot. We are. It's fun to cuddle your mate when you're a bit pissy. But anyway, um, journo Damien Barrett is on this AFL podcast in that Edward. She works for Seven. Anyway, very interesting theory. I thought tossed up as to what was going on. At some stage of that Mad Monday, there needs to be some leadership. Boys will be boys. Marcus Thornis used it with the Glenn Maxwell situation. (laughs) But when you're the captain, I just think it's not that hard to emerge from a social gathering without popping your shoulder. Uh, but again, we don't know the context. Like, what if someone well, we could, jumped on him and wrestled him to the ground and he was just trying to pull himself off? Yep. Oh, is that... Because that's what happens. There's you some can people do a shoulder in that situation. Oh, it depends how vigorous. I just, I just enjoy that Damo agreed with Nat when she... He was just trying to pull himself off. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Did he laugh? Uh, uh, <laughs> they both were more mature than we are right now. They yeah. both, they both. He just went well, more yep. mature than you are, and they, they just pushed on. That's the, that's the problem now. Which is his right or left arm? I think it's his Preferred. right. Why? Well, yeah. <laughs> Thoughts, Margot? I'm not making any comment. Mm. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Triple M breakfast. Incredibly, there's still football to be spoken about, and I worked out why this is still happening. The Courier Mail this morning has, and, and Amelia covered it off in the um, news, and Dobbo covered it all yesterday afternoon. The Courier Mail's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight pages on the rugby league draw for next year. Just to describe to people what happened then, because this is radio, you uh, counted through the paper, then you pointed at our wall to continue counting because our producer has put on the wall on the wall the draw. Draw is up, Marto, front and back. But not only the draw per date, the draw for club every week. So he's got um, two papers and he's back to back. So we're surrounded ready. by these lunatics. The problem is, <laughs> unlike Gordon Tallis and, and probably Corey, uh, who have five months holiday from rugby league, that's that's it, 
journos, proper journos, they have to keep writing rugby league stories every day and have to keep doing boring podcasts every single day until they get their six weeks holiday. So it just keeps on coming and it's quite extraordinary. But I tell you what, the Broncos haven't got a bad draw and this is how I get sucked into it as well. Well, Did you get sucked in because we got a message from our producer at 11am yesterday morning, Marto? That was his first sighting of the draw (laughs) and after 11am yesterday, Margo, it kept on coming. Oh, I've done a bit further analysis. Uh, You know that the Broncos have only got one game before Origin whereas the Dolphins, they've got a disastrous draw. They play before every game of the origin, which means they lose Hammer, they lose Who Tom Flegler. Who does the draw? Is it a random type selection or does somebody, because it could be, be biased? Apparently Penrith people aren't worried because every game of the season they'll play a team that was below them this year, <laughs> yeah. so they don't Perfect. give us that. Well done, smart All right. And I wouldn't like, to, I, I, yeah, I can't find myself talking rugby league out of rugby league season, except, did you, you see? You were doing it at four o'clock this morning. Yeah, <laughs> but except, did you see the Dolphins started their fitness training last night, did all their tests yesterday after, yesterday in 31 degree heat at the peninsula, Tommy Gilbert was magnificent. Tom Gilbert leading the pack. Mm, about that? Up Behind him, Ewan Aitken and new recruit Jake Avarillo, the Dolphins' fittest at pre-season training. Avarillo seeking yeah. a fresh like start. The paparazzi there. Anyway, so Who's gone? Know. Broncos uh, gave them Flegler Barn and Barnsworth. Herby. Uh, Flegler and... Um, What's his name? Are you talking rugby The big league? fella. Yeah, Fred, uh, Flegler and Farnworth. No, the other one. That you just, Tom Gilbert. Tommy Gilbert you had the shoulder. Flegler and Gilbert together? Oh, what farm. a powerhouse. All right, well, I'm glad you talked about that because the other man, and they were doing the 1.2 trial. Like, you imagine that heat. Yeah, the good plus runners. Wallace plus Cafusi. Ah, you just nailed it. Then Jared Wallace brought up the rear of the fi- Oh, he was second he last. He always brings up the he's rear. But what I saw, what I saw with those thighs, he's had, so he's had six weeks officially sanctioned. Oh, Does he look weeks? fit or is he fat? He's fit fat. He's fit I, fat. I he what, is. He's I, always been, and I know yeah. he listens. Morning, Jared. He's fit fat. He'll Does he that. listen? He carries it around that way. All right. Those thighs are so strong. Can you, you imagine the heat? Folds early Can you imagine no. the heat being generated? I watched yeah. Jared Wallace run down the back straight of the fitness test. Could they were rubbing Two roast chickens they apparently cooked while he was doing a 1.2 kilometre If you listen closely, you can hear Jay while approaching. Flaming past with a trail of smoke. I tell you what, I didn't want to talk rugby league, but but that was mainly a chicken chat. We've twisted your bendy arm, Marto. If you want to cook chickens, throw them down the Jared's pants pants and just get him to do some running. How quickly could you eat one of those? We know you did eight minutes, seven seconds for a Woolies one. A Jared Wallace roast chook, you'd snuffle into that. I remember I got anything. ill at the end, didn't I? Yeah, don't drink that juice, please. Mm, the Jared juice. Morning, Jared. Morning, Dolphins. We appreciate your support. Yeah, we don't want to talk rugby league anymore, though. <laughs> for another five minutes. Mitch will take over up next. He'll tell you how you can get to the Foo Fighters next month at Suncorp Stadium. One last thing, Margot. Yeah. Did you see that storm, that wicked hailstorm that hit the Eskale? You know, you went through Esk and the Yeah, Lockie on Valley. Friday, late Friday afternoon. Half of Australia's broccolini supply has been wiped out by that tornado-like hail causing prices to surge 25% before stock's likely to run out in the lead-up to Christmas. How broccolini. Can you get home and tell the kids? How Actually, all the kids children. of southeast Queensland, <laughs> I'm sorry. There's no broccolini for Christmas. With melted butter yeah. and slivered almonds. It's delicious. I love broccolini. Yeah. The, all the sides Sorry, that you order oh, when you go kids, out and have huh? your steak. Sorry, Not only that, there was a scud nato came through after and destroyed all the homework as well. So mm. there's going to be no homework and no broccolini, guys. Jesus, what, what a, a tragedy. grim Christmas. <sighs> only the broccoli got wiped out, not the broccolini. Oh. I like broccolini. I'm not a fan of broccoli. Mm. Unless it's that. a broccoli bake, which means it's just covered in cream and cheese. Oh. Then it's all right. I thought broccolini was just broccoli I picked early. No. Oh, is it a totally different product? I thought it was just a little broccoli. Yeah. Just a little broccoli. No, it's the long... I know what it is. Yeah. 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 What's the difference? I'm glad we finished the show on broccolini chat. Good stuff, guys. All right, Mm. see you tomorrow. I had sex with a chief. Chief. Then I had sex with an eagle. 